Imagine living your life after 50 and feeling energized and excited about your future. Welcome to the Women in the Middle podcast, the podcast for women who are ready to figure out what they want and create the life they deserve. Here's your host and master certified life coach, Susie Rosenstein. Hey there, this week we're talking about the three simple steps to help you navigate pre-retirement and all of the thoughts and feelings that come with it. Let's go. Welcome back to the podcast, Women in the Middle. I'm your host, Susie Rosenstein, your master certified coach, midlife mentor, and I'm so glad to be here with you again. It is so interesting having the chance to connect with amazing women in the middle from different parts of the world with different professional experiences and a wide variety of life experiences too. My clients are usually between 50 and 65-ish, and even with all of the variety of experiences, we have so much in common and learn so much from each other. So there is a topic that has been coming up quite a bit lately in the Women in the Middle Academy, and it's about the common pending transition of retirement. I like to call it pre-retirement, and it tends to go on for a while, like five to 10 years often. Like other significant transitions in midlife, it's interesting and can also be pretty confusing and stressful. You know what? I would even say weird. It is definitely a weird phase. (laughs) Pre-retirement tends to look different depending on if you're employed or an entrepreneur, but either way, it's a notable transition of some sort. Also, like other transitions, there's a ton of possibility and opportunity. So it's great to think about it carefully, often, and in advance. (laughs) So as I've mentioned before, this practice and skill of getting more comfortable being intentional will make a huge difference for your happiness and success path to loving your life more in your next chapter. So this is where we're going today. But just quick, before we get going, I want to invite you to a free masterclass where you will learn how to be a myth buster. It's called Discover Midlife Magic, Bust Four Myths and Boost Well-Being, where you will discover the impact of pervasive midlife myths on women's self-perception, life choices, and overall well-being, the real-life consequences of believing in these myths and how they may be holding you back from your fullest potential, and the tools and insights needed to live life to the fullest during this exciting chapter. It's a one-hour online training that will help you raise your awareness about some midlife myths that are totally getting in your way. To find out when the next workshop is, head over to www.susierosenstein.com forward slash webinar. I would love to be your midlife coach to learn to be a mythbuster. So let's dive into this week's topic, which is all about how weird and overwhelming the pre-retirement phase can be. <laughs> Here's what I've noticed. First, the pre-retirement transition has a lot of similarities with other midlife transitions that have like a ramp-up phase. There's perimenopause and menopause. Perimenopause is like the wading into deep waters of menopause phase. It's the time when your body makes the natural transition to menopause. It's pre-transition to leaving your reproductive phase of life. Remember when your period gets weird and you start to get some symptoms that just don't make sense? (laughs) I remember talking to my doctor about mood swings that I'd never had before. It is quite a transition phase, that's for sure. Then there's the empty nest phase. It typically starts with the ramp up in high school, when your kids are in high school, when you might be thinking about helping 
your kids start to think about what they will be doing next after high school. You might be checking out colleges or helping them think about traveling or learning a trade, that sort of thing. I remember going to university fairs and watching my firstborn go from standing there quietly and watching me ask all the questions to actually thinking about what he wanted and leading the conversation. It was a totally fun phase. But that's not all. Then if you have more than one kid, you might get to watch another phase of the transition, the changing relationship dynamic between the siblings and you and the kids at home or the ones who are away. So like there's all this stuff going on with this dynamic of kids at home, kids away, and your relationship to all of it. And the kids themselves, that was fascinating too. Anyway, then eventually they all go and you have an empty nest or like what happened for us, they start graduating. And then when the last one left, one came home and then there was COVID and it changed everything. But the bottom line was there was a solid phase of in-between where they were older, but living at home, coming and going, going and returning. Eventually you have an empty nest. Depending on the spacing of your kids and their plans, this can go on for years, maybe even a decade or so. (laughs) So that's a lot of pre. All the while, you're also transitioning as you reimagine your identity as a mom and then as a mom with a young adult and then as someone who doesn't live with the kids. This may also affect your relationship with your partner. There's a lot going on in that pre-phase and then the phase. Okay, but what about retirement? Well, it's a similar transition in so many ways. The pre-retirement phase can also be weird, as I mentioned earlier, and can also last easily, like a five to 10 year ramp up for lots of people. Uh, For sure, there tends to be a big focus on finances and investments. Like if you Google retirement or retirement planning, that's the majority of the information you're going to find. And, you know, also paying closer attention to your lifestyle, what you really want, determining what your goals are, lots of calculations to keep you busy. But what I want to talk about is the other part, your identity and desires. Now, this takes time too. Just like your body took time to transition to menopause, just like your heart and mind took time to transition to having an empty nest, your heart and mind will also take time transitioning to thoughts about what retirement means to you. I really don't think you can rush it. I also really think that there's a great benefit in staying present with it, uh, you know, with curiosity and compassion about your experience of navigating through it intentionally. So it's a long phase. There's a lot of benefit with staying in the present moment and being really curious. So while your financial situation is really important, the other part of the transition is also really important to your happiness and fulfillment. So... Here are three steps to help you enjoy pre-retirement. I hope you like them. (laughs) First, you got to find your autopilot thoughts about retirement. You probably have tons of positive and negative thoughts about retirement and what it will mean for you. But what is retirement? It's common to think about retirement when you're 55 plus, or maybe you think about it as 60 or maybe 65 and you leave the labor force without an intention to return. It's like you're leaving. You might start to have income from retirement uh, sources, like traditional sources that you get from the government, or you start to draw on some savings, retirement funds, but there are things that you weren't really eligible for when you were younger. 
Sometimes these things are related to a retirement formula specific to your employer. You're usually no longer working full time and you're probably not generating the majority of your income the way you used to. Now, these are just, you know, the gist of how a lot of us think about it. A lot of us um, define it. It's it's really ambiguous when you start looking into it. Like I was really looking into it and the definitions are all over the place because a lot of it has to do with how you think of it or how it needs to be defined for a certain aspect of retirement to kick in. So it is interesting to note that many entrepreneurs think about it very differently if they think about retirement at all. So I've done so many interviews now, and based on these interviews that I've been doing for my new podcast, Women in the Middle Entrepreneurs, which is launching in late February, midlife entrepreneurs love what they're doing, but they want more flexibility and more systems so that they can focus on what they really love to do and less on what doesn't light them up as much while still in business. Of course, that's not everyone, but it is a very common thing that's coming up as I'm doing these interviews. So what you're probably sensing here is that pre-retirement is clearly different than retirement, just like perimenopause is pre-menopause and pre-empty nest is the phase before when they really fly the coop. Pre-retirement is getting ready for retirement or getting ready for a significant change in the full-time work or the full-time profession or career that you've had for ages. So now that you have a bit of a foundation for this transition, we've talked about it a little bit. We've talked about like more uh, typical definitions of retirement, how you might interpret retirement, kind of what's going on out there when it comes to this topic. Here's how to use this all to your advantage. Now we're going to start looking for the way that you think about retirement. You know, I like to think about the thoughts. (laughs) It's important to start to become aware of what might be going on up there, up there in your mind, the way that you actually think about retirement that you may or may not be aware of. This is important because the way you think creates the way you feel. And if you're a regular listener of the podcast, you know that thoughts and feelings relate to each other. They're connected. You can feel the feeling and look for the thought that's creating it, or you can access the thought and notice how that thought is related to how you feel. So your feelings can really light you up. They can bring you down or any number of feelings in between. (laughs) So when you're working on being more intentional, you want to help yourself attain your goals. And that means being aware of your thoughts so you can get out of your own way. It is so easy to be unaware of autopilot thinking because when you've been thinking something for decades, which, you know, many of us have at our age, it just seems so real and so true to think and believe whatever it is without question. We've been doing it so long. There are these neural pathways that are so ingrained. They're so deep that it's just so easy to go there and we don't even question it. So that's what step number one is about. Step number one means creating a pause and really being curious about what you actually think about retirement because what you think can be bringing you down. So here's what I mean. You might think that you believe that retirement is gonna be great. You can't wait. It's gonna be so great. But in reality, you might find thoughts that you think you're less than when you're not gainfully employed. Or you might fantasize about having unlimited freedom 
but you might actually find thoughts about being unsure of what you'll actually do with your time and that you might even end up wasting valuable time without the structure of employment. Or maybe this one, you might pride yourself on the contribution you've made professionally and the way that your success has been a huge part of your identity. But what you might really think is that retirement means being washed up and old, and you have no clue who you are without your profession. So take some time and try to catch thoughts and start to write them down. So what I mean by catching thoughts is you got to get really quiet and you have to like amplify uh, what you're doing. Like you have to remember that this is what you're trying to do. You have to put a spotlight on this effort you're going to make to try to notice what you're actually thinking. So I don't know about you, but anytime I'm trying to remember what I want to do on purpose, I have to really help myself <laughs> with notes or, or, um, you know, reminders or reviewing at night what I want to do the next day or like really be aware of it but try to catch the thoughts. They might come up when you're watching something, uh, watching a show, a movie. It might come up when you're reading, and it might even come up when you're just having a conversation with somebody. Sometimes all of a sudden I say something, and I'm like, wow, I didn't even know that's what I really thought. So try to be honest with yourself, really honest. And when you have a sense of what you really believe, catch it. And then for each thought, notice how it makes you feel when you think it. Now, if you find a bunch of thoughts that don't make you feel that great about this potentially exciting new phase of your life, <laughs> then you may want to practice thinking differently in a way that supports the next chapter you want to create, which is retirement. And that's what step number two is about. Specifically, step number two is to think about how you want to define retirement on purpose. So ask yourself, how do you want to define what retirement means to you? Not the autopilot thinking that's been going on forever. Not, you know, what you learned in some sitcom a million years ago. Not what your parents told you retirement meant to them. None of that stuff. As we touched on, the reason this is so important is because the way you think about retirement can really affect you emotionally. And I have seen this time and time again with my clients. If you think about retirement in a way that doesn't serve you, you're less likely to enjoy your pre-retirement experience. And this is really significant because your pre-retirement experience counts too. This phase typically goes on for five to 10 years. That is a long time. It's one of those classic examples of how much time you can discount because you're only focusing on the main goal. You're, if you're only focusing on the date of retirement, you could end up not being really connected or present to this whole phase of pre-retirement. So what do you think? What if you could start having more fun now in your pre-retirement phase? It all starts with thinking about your pre-retirement phase and your retirement phase in a way that is positive, enjoyable, and maybe even exciting. What if the way you defined retirement was a phase of life that has more flexibility to do what you love, whatever it is. Think about it. What if you defined it that way? Oh man, this is a phase of life that has more flexibility to do what I love, whatever it is. And it might even be working in some capacity, but probably not like before. Maybe doing what you did 
but part-time, maybe doing something new and completely different, like going from corporate to becoming an entrepreneur or to becoming a real estate agent or an artist or whatever, or maybe even becoming a mentor or a consultant or teaching something you love or volunteering. These are just a few ideas for the ways that you might want to still make what I call a professional contribution while officially retired. The thing is, you do have more flexibility. You can do more of what you love, whatever it is. And if you love it, it can be working or doing something like working in some capacity. If you love doing something else, you can make that choice too. But if a thought like, Retirement is a phase of life that has more flexibility to do what I love, whatever it is. If that kind of thought serves you and helps you enjoy the pre-retirement phase of planning and getting your head around it, then that is a useful thought. Play with whatever works for you. And the same thing goes for defining your pre-retirement phase because your fun and enjoyment can start now. Can you be curious about what you really want to do? If so, you can think about how ready you are to finally be curious about your interests that can lead to being open to trying more things during the pre-retirement phase to really understand what you like. Maybe you think about retirement being a time that you can spend more quality time with friends. How could pre-retirement help you with that? Well, maybe you need to make more friends during this phase. You know, like meet more people, go out of your way to say yes to more groups, try new things, chit-chat with somebody in the grocery store, whatever it is, that kind of thing. So you can start to think about retirement in a way that helps you feel good about it. And then your pre-retirement phase is an opportunity to help yourself sooner rather than later. Now, step number three is to take a baby step as your first pre-retirement step, rather than to freak yourself out by having a goal to create your whole plan. (laughs) Now, I know how you like a whole plan, but I'm not suggesting that. Again, your financial goals for retirement are going to be part of your plan, but it's not what we're talking about here. Uh, For sure, that's often an activity for this phase too. But we're talking about a first step now in pre-retirement for something that will help set yourself up with more confidence in retirement. Just the next best step, one decision, because the way you make this one decision is the way you'll make lots of decisions. Once you make it, you will have some momentum. You'll see things differently. You'll meet new people. You'll lean in. You'll learn something new about yourself and whatever you're doing. It's a start in the right direction for you, and that's really all you need to get started. There's no certainty in life, so why bother making a huge plan this early in the game? This is pre-retirement. You're just thinking about stuff. You're trying stuff. You're imagining stuff. And it all counts. This is how you get new feedback for higher quality thinking. And if you don't have more inputs, it's hard to move forward. So you got to try stuff. So if you're fantasizing about floral design, take a course. Make sure to go to a home and garden type of show. Spend more time with plants. If you have some regret about not becoming a designer 30 years ago, Get a subscription for a design magazine. Explore options to study design. See if you love it as much as you used to. Do you love nature and teaching? Do some volunteering where you get to share your love of bird watching and see if it lights you up. I think you get the point. Use your pre-retirement phase 
to set yourself up for a successful, meaningful, and super fun retirement when you get there. You have choices. You have time. But you got to check your autopilot thinking, learn to think about retirement on purpose, and take a baby step and test something out that you think you might like more of later. And that's it. Having more fun thinking about doing more of what you love, whatever that is in retirement, can be as easy as one, two, three. That's it for this episode. As you know, this podcast is all about how to love your life again after 50. It's really all about coaching you to be more intentional and to incorporate mindfulness into your life as a regular practice. This is how you put yourself on your agenda. My focus as your midlife coach is to help you get unstuck, clear, and focused on your current values and priorities so you don't have regrets. I can help you create the success you're looking for. That's why I created the Women in the Middle Happiness Academy. With you in mind, because it's a warm, supportive, and fun coaching community of like-minded women who grow forward together, it is totally possible to feel great about your roadmap to a more fun, meaningful, and regret-free chapter. So email me your questions and let's talk about it and see if it's for you. Go ahead and book your free, no-obligation momentum call at www.womeninthemiddleacademy.com. I'm also excited to invite you to amplify your listening experience with the podcast by having more of a book club experience with all of the midlife stuff we're talking about here. This is perfect for you when you're craving connecting with more women in the middle. Join the Women in the Middle podcast club. Just go to susierosenstein.com and click the podcast club button and away you go. And finally, for show notes and links, head over to www.susierosenstein.com and click the podcast tab and look for episode 342. Thanks so much for listening. It's time for you to put yourself first one thought at a time. I'm Susie Rosenstein, and I'll talk to you next week. Music.